And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seeing Red. Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. All right, kids. Um, I really don't know how to approach this. I mean, we've been gone for quite a long time, and a lot has happened. And before we started, I was sitting outside, I was having a cigarette, and I was trying to think about how I could just break into everything. And I think the best way to describe 2015 has been the most bittersweet year I have ever had. On a positive side, you know, last year we we sat down and we did episode 86 and 87 and we came up with the mongers. And this year we seen you know a little a little bit of it come to life you know we we did finish the um teaser trailer and that was very very good on a negative note you know we got a new owner for the apartment and he was just a fucking wackadoo and because of that Stalker status. Yeah, I don't even think that's the correct word to talk about that guy. I think it's something we need to find a deeper, harsher word somewhere <laughs> in the English language to describe this person. Um, you know what? I'm not even sure if I've actually gone into it, but I'm going to go into it a little bit. We we lived in an apartment for four years. It was a nice three bedroom, two bath apartment. You know, it was a single car garage, and we had a nice size bath or backyard, and the owner that we had decided to sell out to this this freak. It's the only way I know how to, you know, talk. He's a freak. Mm-hmm. He um, makes me think of, like, if Dini owned an apartment complex, how he would be. Yeah. 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 Obsessed. Yeah. OCD obsessive. <laughs> yeah. And um, he literally, he, you know, I found him in the backyard several times. You know, chased him out of the backyard. Got your tools and everything. Yeah, he got my my lawn tools. You know, my shovel, my rake, and all that shit. You know, when I would go to work because he knew my work schedule, he would nine times out of ten he would be setting because the way it was set up was a horseshoe. Okay, um, there was my apartment on one side, then two apartments in the middle, and then the other end of the horseshoe was another apartment. And he was hanging out in number two. And every morning, he would be sitting in a lawn chair waiting for me. And then, you know, he wouldn't say nothing. He would just watch me every morning. And then I would literally, when I go inside, shut the door, lock the door, I'd peek out the curtain in Zoe's room, and he'd just pick up his lawn chair and go back inside. You know, he was literally stalking. I was asleep on the couch in the living room. And Cody, my dog, was started freaking out, 
and I looked up and you could see he had like hand over his eyes trying to look inside like peeping Tom status. Mm -mm. And then he Mm -mm. raised the rent. What? It was like he raised the rent somewhere around like $400. And I was like, no, you know, no, I'm, I'm out of here. So we all, we, we packed up and we left. Um, you know, and another part of this year that was great was we found out that, you know, Lacey was pregnant. And in fact, that's who you hear in the background is my daughter. And the last time we podcasted, um, she wasn't born. No. Um, No. And Lily Mae Montoya was born on September 8th and she was a big girl. She was Uh. a very big girl. Um, you know, one of the, the greatest moments of my life, it was, you know, child number three, she's precious. I wouldn't change her for the world. Oh yeah, you would. You're watching her tonight. Ah, (laughs) no, I'm kidding. Um, but, and this is the hard part because this is where we're at. And, and the biggest part of this kids, the saddest thing in my life is that I lost my wife. My wife of almost 20 years. And we've been together for almost 21 years. She died literally one month to the day after giving birth to our daughter. And it's it's been... It's been an emotional roller coaster. Um, I know this is what we were going to talk about, <laughs> and I was trying to prepare myself, but it's just it's hard because you know when when you're with somebody for almost 21 years, there's there's things in the life that you take for granted, you know. And one of them is never feeling lonely. You know, you always have somebody there. Have somebody there. Yeah. And it's it's not like because you know, obviously, I live with you guys. Yeah. And it's not that type of loneliness. No. Yeah. It was, and I'm, and I'm not talking it in a sexual way either. Yeah. I'm no, just yeah. talking about having somebody there. That's always there. That's been there for you for the last 21 years. Yep. You know, you walk into the house, you walk into a room, and you know that this person's supposed to be there. And when you walk in and she's not there, it's just loneliness. And... You know, it's as of right now, as we're recording, it's it's actually she's been gone a month already. And some days are better than others. Um, but I still miss her so much. And I, it, it's like I know, I understand, I accept it. I I. But it just doesn't feel real. Yeah, I feel the same way. Same. 
for me, like when you, I think when you lose somebody like that, you're you never stop missing them. You know, it gets easier, but you it's always there forever. Right. Yeah. Um, should I tell the story? I think it'd be appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So what I'm gonna do is. Okay, this is we went on vacation and we went down there and everything seemed fine and um we got to the destination. We were there for literally five minutes. I was putting uh you know the stuff in the <clears throat> the, the guest room and um, there was a loud bang and, and Lacey's mom was there and, and she screamed my name and I went out there and, and Lacey was dead. I mean, there's no, there's no soft way of saying it. No, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, she went and got a washcloth for unknown reason. I think she just panicked and <laughs> I started CPR. I did, you know, two compressions and, and I got her back. I mean, fully back. She was awake talking to me. Um, she was taken to a small hospital and then she was flown to another hospital and they found blood clots in that night. Well, actually that morning, one of the blood clots got to her heart and, um, that was it. And I know, I'm sorry, you know, for the listeners, I know we've been gone a long time and I'm, I know you're probably figuring, you know, you know why it, so dark? You yeah, know, but it's, it's a it's, dark time. It is, but you you can't yeah. you can, we can't just go on. We can't sugarcoat. Shit. Not even that. We can't just go on and have our fun time because our lives have changed. Right, we got to talk about that definitely. change before we can go on mm-hmm. and be on a more happy note. We have to talk about everything that's happened. And this is yeah. something that's happened that's been big. You know, it's it's yeah, I totally agree. We can't because for us, we have literally. For the the listeners that have followed Seeing Red from the beginning of Civil Rivalry to now, to Seeing Red, and I think we're somewhere in 112, 113, something like that. You know, these people that have been with us for almost three years, they've literally followed our lives because we've never held nothing back. No. That's one thing about Seeing Red that we've always, you know, been true to is we don't try to hide shit from anybody. This is us. This is the real us. There's no other versions. Right. Well, you know, and, so, and and sometimes, well, not sometimes, but, you know, we'll find funny news and we'll laugh and joke about it and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But, you know, when it comes to significant things, you know, we're, we're very open about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, um, like you said, it's, it's who we are. We're true. There's nothing fake about this. This no. is, I wish it was fake. I really do. I really wish it was something, you know, scripted just for ratings or something. Um, But it's, I lost my wife and we, we had a funeral. It was very nice. Uh, What do you think? About 60, 50, 60 people. I don't know. There might've been more because we had it planned for 70 people and we kept, Having to pull out chairs. I know a lot yeah. of people like came and came left. And went, yeah. yeah, yeah. But there was it was a, uh, you know, if if Lacey could see it, she would have been really flattered. I think to find out just There's so many people cared. Yeah, how many people yeah, actually cared? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because that was one of the things of of Lacey's, you know, 
she always wondered, you know, how many people actually cared about her. And, you know, a lot of people showed up. And, you know, and I'm not going to name names or anything, but, you know, there was there was a few people of, of Lacey's friends that I was really surprised was a no-show. Yeah. Um, that, in fact, I don't think I'll probably ever have anything to do with those people again. Yeah. No, yeah. Absolutely. Be- because those were Lacey's friends. I mean, I was, you know, friend by association. Yeah. But, um, you know, after, after, to me, I mean, okay, here's a, here's a good one. Okay. Like, real, real fast. Yes. And to me, I'm not going to name names. I know you're talking about. And to me, like, they should have been there because it's, they live in the city. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, they're lame excuses. Come on now. There's people that came from farther to it, you know? Right. Well, one of Lacey's cousins flew in from, like, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Damn. You know? And, um, I mean, obviously, they, they weren't able to come down for the funeral. But uh, I'm going to give a public shout-out to, uh, you know, Alan Russo and his wife because they drove 1,500 miles you know, as soon as they found out, they got the days off, and they came down here. They took us to Knoxbury Farm, took me to Hollywood, you know. They cared, you know. They yeah. cared. They made an attempt. It's like, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. These people that she always spoke highly of, and I know who, they're, who they are. There's actually three of them. Yeah, there is. They uh, they should have been there. There shouldn't have been an excuse. They were all, you know, bought, you know, sad and this and that about it. Titty waddy boo boo. But uh-huh. then... They're like, well, I can't come. I have something came up. I knew about this for like you know a month, but I just can't come. Right now, for example, like uh, our cousin Mandy, she had a legitimate excuse. Yes, she yes. did. You know, because from what I understand, she was getting ready, and then how old is? Uh, She's two. two. The baby's two. Yeah. She grabbed the the hot iron. Yeah. You know, it was just something. You know, anybody that they're has, literally walking out the door and they turned off the the curling iron, but it takes you know, a while for it to cool down. She walked in the bathroom and went, grabbed it, yeah. and held on to it because she didn't really – you know, like when you hold – and that, that makes it worse. So, right. yeah. And so, obviously, they had to take her to the hospital. Mm-hmm. That is a um, a valid excuse. Yeah. yeah. You know, not just, well, something came up. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not valid. And like I said, quite frankly, in fact, someone – one of them friend requested me, and I denied their friend request. Um. And I probably won't have anything to do with them because they're, like I said, they're friends by association. And because my lace isn't here, I don't have to be friends by association anymore. No. And even at that, like, like this, um, there's a lady that, that me and Lacey never, like, like we met her, but her name's Cassie. And she didn't know Lacey. She never met Lacey. She met me. Right. But she talked to Lacey like through the, through Facebook, and she was real upset about it. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying like, and she didn't even know Lacey. No. She doesn't really know me, but I've been to her house because we, we did like that free the, trade the, stuff or whatever. The lottery, right. whatever. She's, thing. Oh, she'll, yeah, yeah. she'll comment on my pictures like, you know, it's kind of like she's like we're friends, but we're not friends. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. But even she was real concerned about Lacey, concerned about us and our family, and yeah. she doesn't even know Lacey. She never met her or talked to her before. That's not really. Sad. Yeah. She knows of her, like she knows of our family and everything. Yeah. But they've never really communicated, and she was really upset about it. Hmm. You know, there's. I don't know. It's 
I guess it's just water under the bridge, and I know like what mom says, you know, past is the past, and we need yeah. to move on. But uh, you know, something that to me it upsets me. It legitimately upsets me. Oh, I understand. Yeah, it's understandable because you know, to me it was disrespectful to Lace, and mm-hmm. that is it. There's no more opportunities to respect or disrespect my wife. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And you took the last opportunity on earth. For her to disrespect, no, Mm-mm. no, I, I, no. Especially when yeah. you say you're a friend. Yeah. To uh-huh. me, if, if 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 someone's my friend and I pass, I would hope they would be there. They'd make the arrangements. Right. Yeah. If I felt like they were my friend, you know, mm-hmm. no matter how small in a way, a friend is a friend. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, it was unfortunate. We were trying to get in on her birthday. Her birthday was November fifth. But um, the venue that I got was on November 6th. It was the day after her birthday. And it was three hours long. It was pretty long. And I think for the most part, it was it was very nice. Yes. You know. And um, I really like the little slideshow thing that they gave you the copy of. Yes. Yeah. That's what I – honestly, that's what I enjoyed the most, believe it or not. Yep. Yeah. And the pineapple cake. That was really good. Was I it? Didn't get, I didn't get a <laughs> That cake was so that. good. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, not – well, we it's still part of this funeral, but – I when we got home, I was so tired. I was aching. My feet were throbbing. You were just me- I think you're just mentally stressed on top of that. Right. Yeah. You were so like stressed out and just like a wreck. I I think I came close to having a breakdown. I think so too. Yeah, you're I like- really do. Because I we all know I know how to tie a tie. But my brain just was not functioning. I, I tried to help you, and your brain and my brain, we were like scatterbrain. We're like tying knots and shit. We're I've tied a tie before, too, and I'm like, no, first like, of all, I think I have to have it on myself to tie it. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's how I learned to tie it. It was on myself. And then I'm like, I was like freaking out, and you had me freaking out, and it was just all much uh, That's out. what I was <laughs> I was like, I, he was in ROTC. I was in ROTC. We know how to tie ties just fine. I was going to say – when you guys got married, I tied my tie and I tied Jay's tie with your know. <laughs> but it was, you know, it was a different situation. Yeah. yeah it wasn't like super stress, you know, stressing yeah. and everything weighing on you basically. Yeah. It was um, that and, and now- we had to get the whole freaking, we had to get the whole troop going mm-hmm. and we had. And everything like, that could go wrong went wrong. Yes. Yes. This is one of those days. Yeah. And, um, so here we are today. Um, it's, we're recording this on the 12th. Well, we started recording on the, the 11th. Now we're into the 12th. Um, what it is, is we're, we're moving forward. You know, it's, it's hard. It's really hard. And, if it wasn't for the kids, to be honest with you, I think the first week uh, that I was back home in California, I probably wouldn't have gotten out of bed. I just probably would have laid there and, and been miserable and, and, you know, ball. Well, you have a great support system. You know, I believe that too. Like, <laughs> I feel like when you have children, you have to like worry about it. It helps with the mourning process. It keeps your mind off of it kind of. Yeah. Right. Like, even with the help that we've been giving you, it kind of yeah. helps me. Because I miss Lacey a lot. You know, I cry. Yeah. I sit and cry about her sometimes. I think about her. But the kids help me. Sometimes the kids make me cry about it. But right. <laughs> they yeah. help me, like, kind of keep my mind off. Same thing when my dad died. 
I had the kids around me. I had nanas and all them, and it helped me kind of keep my mind off it because I had to take care of them. So you're not constantly thinking about the person, you know? right? Yeah, and and for some reason, for me, I don't know if I've cried all the tears I can possibly cry because I'm number one. I'm not an emotional person. Yeah, you're not. Oh yeah, I'm we not. we know that. He's an ass. But <laughs> according to some people, <laughs> but you know, uh, before this, you know, this podcast, I I've done more more crying than I've ever cried in my entire life. I've done it in the last month. You probably did most of it in the first week. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't see you. Yeah. Because the first week, um, I was still in Nevada. I was in Nevada for 10 days. days, Yeah. Yeah. And it was just because I, I had to go back and forth to Salt Lake city, Utah um, you know, and, and take care of, of everything that required, you know, so I couldn't go straight home. So on top of morning, I was still driving, you know, and, and doing everything that I needed to do for Lace to get yeah. her home. And I don't, I, I don't know how I did that. I don't know how I did that, to be honest with you, because I was an emotional wreck, absolute emotional wreck. I did it. Yeah, you did it. Um, Apparently, you've always been like that, though. Anything that's always you came against do. you, you've always done it. Done your best. That's how your mom is, though, too. You must get it from her. Because even when she's stressed out and she's, like, so worried about everything that's going She'll on, what she, she, just, she just does what she has to do. Is that drive. Right. No pun intended. Over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just it takes over. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I've been sitting and thinking because originally I was gonna do I was gonna talk about like my favorite moment kind of thing, but after 21 years, it's really hard to peg, you know, a favorite moment. Yeah. You had so many. No. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's um. And I've been asked that, you know, what's your favorite, you know, moment with Lacey? And I'm like, well, let let's just kick out the fact that we've had three kids together, okay? <laughs> let's let's kick those out. And then there's the, three good moments right there. And um, then we got married, four. you know. And then <laughs> we moved into our house, and you know that that is uh, other than getting married, I think that was like the most significant memory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we were 19 years old and Lacey had talked me into going to Arkansas and we moved out there and my, my, my biological dad, which in the next few weeks, we're actually going to get him, have him sit here and he's going to talk like this, but We'll do the best we can to get him to understand what he's saying because, you know, he's he's from Arkansas right now, and he's been out there for like 30-something years. So, But anyway, um, he got us into an apartment, and I didn't have a job. He's he's like, here's an apartment. I got everything turned on for <laughs> you. Good luck. So that was, you know, it, at first, you know, it was really fun. Until we ran out of the money that we had. Um, in fact, 
Thanksgiving, and I'll never forget this as long as I live, uh, the very first Thanksgiving that Lacey and I had together as husband and wife, we barely had any money, but we both wanted turkey. So we walked down to this little convenience store and we got turkey sandwiches for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and we got, we go, you got the turkey uh, sandwich and a two liter of Dr. Pepper. And that was our Thanksgiving dinner. I'll never forget that. That's you know, funny. We, um, we were talking about this before, you know, the three of us is I'm, I'm so lucky because I got to grow up with her. Yeah. yeah. You know, we were legitimate kids. I mean, shit, I was 17 when I met her. Yeah. You know, we were kids and we got to grow up together. And that's, that's something that's irreplaceable as well. Yeah. yeah. Those you know, memories. Yes. But, um, you know, it's, it's and like right now, I like, I'm talking and I, I have like four or five different emotions going on all at the same time. Um, do you have like a memorable thought or memory that pops into your head? Um, Probably, I, I do remember when I was little because the kids used to tease me uh-huh. at the bus stop. Uh-huh. And I remember Lacey one time when she went down there and she screamed at him and they, their eyes were like, humo- they're like, oh shit. Because she was tall. Yeah. And she was, she was six one. Like, she has like jet black hair and <laughs> it's like a metal head looking chick. Yeah, I remember that. Because Lacey didn't have a filter. No. You the last house better. They're like, oh, because they were older than me. I was, I was in kindergarten. And they were like in fifth grade. Right. And she's like, well, I guess they figured if they can pick on her, I'll pick on them. So she scared the shit out. And they left me alone after that. Oh, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I just remember also how loud she was. How loud, <laughs> loud mouth that Zoe has. But I won't. You could hear that woman yelling your name from like ten blocks down. Do you remember that? I remember in time that I was supposed to come home, she would be out there. Rebecca, I hope it's time to go home. <laughs> she she would she let her she go stand out on the porch and scream. Well, not you know like, but yell yell to the top of her lungs. Rebecca, and a couple yeah. minutes later, here she comes yeah. walking down there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was one thing that I loved the most about her was just her. How do I explain it? She was loud. She was loud. But when she was in a good mood, she was a bubbly, loud, silly. Yeah. You she wanted, was a kid, yeah, essentially. You wanted to be around her. Yeah. You wanted to, you know. If Lacey, hap- if Lacey was happy, everybody was happy. Yes. Yeah. And that, that that's one thing that, yeah, it just her, her loud. She just was loud. Yeah. And I did. I, I love that about her. Because I think for the most part, I'm very opposite. Of yeah, that. yeah. I, I'm very um, introverted. Yeah, for the most part. I would I say he's introverted. He's just more quiet and serious. Yeah. Asshole serious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I mean, because he, he speaks. I mean, he, uh, you are somewhat introverted, but you, you don't have too much of a problem speaking your mind, but like in a more serious manner. I, I just see you as a serious person. He's a, perfect you know, he's a, he's a super prude, so <laughs> he's, he's like an old man. Uh, he's beyond his time. Uh, 
I will do my best to not be so prudish, okay? <laughs> He's like hey, freaking mom. Nah, you've been doing better. I mean, you're living with us now. We're, we're always talking about weird stuff. So you're just like, <laughs> yeah, okay. but even though you try to be better about being a prude, it's like, well, his, his, his face is all right. Like, it tells on him. Your face tells on you. He can't he, help it, though. He, he, can't, around, he, he can't try not to be prude because mom. he gets embarrassed no matter uh, what. The person that could always embarrass him the best was Lacey. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, because she knew all my secrets. I know. And yeah. knew everything. You're like, your face bright red. He's your like, eyes are like, he's like, shut up, Lacey. He's got the shit <laughs> grin on his face. He's like, no, but the eyes tell. Like, he's laughing and he's embarrassed, but his eyes are all big. That means, like, shut the hell mm-hmm. up. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. How about you, Aaron? Mine, well, mine was one of the. One of the times that, you know, I, I wrote down on the card when we were at the funeral. But one of my most favorite was what I told when I told about or when I told you about one of my favorite times. And that's probably the most favorite, you know, thing that we've done together is when we sat down and what was it? It reminded me because we got the Fiesta pack from <laughs> Del Taco. It was the second time that we ever split. Uh, two Fiesta packs from Del Taco, and we had we're being fat asses. We were we had Zoe, we had Evangelina, <laughs> we had uh, David. It was me, Rebecca, Lacey, and we all sat down. We played and the Cody. logo. Yeah, Cody. Yeah. That Cody was sad. Cody, and we all sat down. We played the logo game. Yeah, you know the funny thing, Lacey's like, I'm not gonna be good at this. She was pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah, she was very good at it. Yeah, she's like, I don't know nothing about this stuff. I'm like, yeah, you're lying. Yeah. No, she she's like, boom, 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 boom. Some of them she was kind of iffy about. Though. You guys all sucked. Just me and Lacey were good at it. Yeah, no, I wasn't good at it. As that was one yeah. of my favorite times. Real fast, this is like not offside, but it is. I didn't realize that Gina was gonna take those memories and put them in a book. I thought she was gonna give the kids the cards. Uh huh. She probably mine probably won't be in the book. She probably won't be able to read it. <laughs> oh, you didn't realize that she was gonna like. Um, she wrote on the back because she had so much to say. But I didn't realize that she was going to put it into, like, a book. I, you know, Lacey had those cards made for me and just gave me, like, the little card box. I thought they were going to do it like that. Right. So, yeah. So mine probably won't be in the book because Gina probably won't be able to read it. So <laughs> we'll just write it in later. Right. That's not a problem. Um, she okay? Yeah. Okay. Believe it or not, I don't know if you if the mics are picking it up, but Lily's actually here with us. Um, we converted part of the garage into our podcasting studio, which I think is actually working out pretty well, despite the time of night that it is right now. And it's bone chilling cold. Um, we have reverse insulation in this house. So no, it's because this garage isn't insulated at all, is except it? for this wall back here. See how it's not insulated. Oh yeah. That's why it's so cold. Okay. The nice thing is, is we do have that little heater. Yeah. We got a heater. We got, like, she's bundled up, so she ain't going to get sick at all. Nah. Everybody's got a sweater on. Rebecca's got a blanket slash snuggy thing. So, what was the memory that you wrote down on the card? What was it? it I mean, it was the stupid the stupid thing about the cricket. But I, cause I think it it's is. so funny. And I'll never, but I also put, like, that just that whole trip in general and how much fun we had uh, just talking. Well, I, I knew what you wrote down. I want you to talk about it. Okay. The, okay, so this is probably think people probably think this is stupid, but I think it's hilarious. We went to, we went to um, Prim, Nevada, and it was this year, right? I believe it was. It was. It was early this year. Oh yeah, and mom went for something. 
Oh, she got her free play or whatever. It was me, Mom, Lacey, and Miss Jackie. We got two different rooms, and... It was two weeks before they moved in. Oh, yeah, it was, huh? Yeah. Was it? Yes. Yeah, it well, was. Remember, we were, I was talking to you when we were moving all the crap. We're, like, stayed up 30 hours plus getting all the crap over here. Yeah. Um. Anyways, and we... We had our room, which it all started out sucky because the room that we got had no freaking air conditioner. Me and Lacey, that wasn't going to fly for us. Right. So we, we ended up switching rooms with mom or we did something where we got air because we had to have air. But uh, it was probably like one o'clock in the morning and we wanted Kate because she's like super pre- <laughs> super pregnant with well, – she wasn't super pregnant, but she was almost super pregnant with uh, Lily. Lily. And I just wanted Kate because the cake they have at this place inside of Prim is amazing. It's called the original pancake house mm. and they're 24 hours. So excuse me, we go down there and we go down to the hallway. And first of all, I have to say that the, their hotels in that, in that place are not kept up very well, like the hotel area. Uh-huh. And like, they need a maintenance that shit. Cause it looks like it's straight out like the 1970s or something in there or art or 19, it's just funky looking. The decoration Which one was it? It was actual prim. Oh, it was, prim. we never stay at prim. We just stay at Buffalo. Right. So I don't know. It was just one of those times we decided to stay at prim. And I also have to say that I already have a fear of elevators. I've always had this for a long time. Aaron knows that. I freak out inside the elevators and I have to close my eyes and count and breathe and hyperventilate. That's why I always get mad when they put me on a high floor. Like the last time we went, they put us on the 11th freaking floor. Really? And mom lied and said it was the first floor. And I said, mom, this is the 11th floor. She's like, I just told you that to get you in there. <laughs> but anyways, we we're on the fourth floor. So it wasn't that bad. But we get in the elevator to go down to get to our cake. And there's a cricket. And Lacey's like, listen, listen, there's a cricket. I'm like, okay. She's like, yeah, they're good. I never heard that. But she's like, yeah, they're supposed to be good luck. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, right? Yeah, in Chinese, it's good luck. Yeah. So we're going down the elevator to the main floor. But all of a sudden, the elevator stops. All the lights turn off, and it goes down past the main floor to like a bot- more bottom floor. Right. And we're like, what the hell? And the door didn't open. It kind of freaked us out. I'm like, whatever, right? So we get out. We walk up these stairs to go to get our cake. We get our cake, and we're coming back. And we decided to use a different elevator because we're like, we're not getting back in that elevator, you know? Right. So they have these glass elevators. They're kind of like, you know, see-through on one side. So they take us back up to the fourth floor. So we get in it, and there's another freaking cricket in there. And I'm like, oh, God, there's a cricket again, right? Like, it's like, yeah, why is there a cricket in this one? So this elevator better not act up. And as soon as she said that, the elevator starts going up, and it and it start, starts skipping. Like, it doesn't want to go. It's like, boom, 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 boom. Like, not wanting to go up to the fourth floor. It was, like, right between the third and the fourth floor. started doing that. <laughs> and she's like, she starts freaking out. Right now. I was, she was freaking me out so bad, I couldn't even freak out. Because I already have an elevator, like, fear. And she's just like, oh, my God, no. 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 I'm like, calm down. Calm down, Lacey. I'm going to faint if you don't calm down. I was, like, so scared, shaking. And then finally went up to the freaking, the top, to our floor. And she's like. I'm sorry, but I hate crickets now. They're not good luck anymore. I take it back. <laughs> They're bad luck. I we, remember she called me freaking out about it. Yeah, so we went back to our room and we were like talking. It was funny, but it was scary. Like it was just one of those things that was so weird. We were, we were talking about these crickets, and then all she said, "Oh, they're good luck." And after that, it wasn't good luck. No, it was all a lie. I also laughed at the time when this is another time. I think because you know elevator. I swear to God, I hate elevators. I really do. I've always hated them, even before this, but. When we went to go pick up Aunt Millie from St. Mary's. Now, St. Mary's is a hospital. Yes. Because Lacey told me that she always had a dream that she was in an elevator with Aunt Millie and that it would crash down the floor. And she said she's had this for a long, dream for a long time. Yeah. 
And she goes, I'll never get in the elevator with that, Millie. <laughs> and she told me this way before, way before that this even happened. Right. So as soon as this happened, right, we're going, we go pick up Aunt Millie. And she's like, oh, shit, Rebecca. She's like, I'm going to go down. After you go down, you take Aunt Millie down. I said, get in here. I made her get in. <laughs> I said, get in here now. She goes, no, I can't. I said, just get so we got in. And she's like, nothing better happen. If anything happens, I'm going to blame you for this. But we were okay, but it was just so funny because she's like, my nightmare's coming true. <laughs> she's like, Rebecca, I swear, if anything happens, she literally tried to send me without her. I'm like, just get in here because there's only two stories. Right. I was like, if it falls, we're not going to die. If we were in like a hotel casino, I wouldn't have gone. I'm like, Emily, you're going down by yourself. Yeah. Right. See you later, lady. <laughs> what was that noise? Uh, she just bumped the... I bumped this on accident. Oh, okay. Okay. Um... Yeah, because we have new, uh, what is it, noise counseling? Headphones. Headphones. So the yeah. sounds are different now. Yeah. Because I honestly, I can't hear anything other than you guys talking. No, yeah. So. And the sound of the fan. Yeah. That's that's because we need warmth. Yeah. Well, that, I can, you know, easily remove that during. Yeah, um, the editing. The editing, yeah, in post. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things, too. And and this strictly comes from Lacey is um, and I, I told you both this. I, I didn't realize how important podcasting is, but I realize now that podcasting is more than just getting in front of some mics and being stupid and telling stories. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, you know, I've listened to the last Halloween episode probably about three times already. And the last Halloween episode was Lacey and I, mm-hmm. you know, and when the kids get older, they'll be able to listen to Lace. They'll never forget what she sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Because not only did she do, you know, a few episodes of seeing red, but you know, she did the 22 episodes of, um, don't get us started with S30 Burbank. Yeah. So, you know, other than that, plus, you know, I went and seen um, Terry D. Shear. I seen him the other day. And he, I remember we talked about it. So the, the listeners should already know that he had a stroke back in February. Yeah. yeah. Um, he will never be able to speak again. That's the prognosis. He communicates with pen and paper. That's how he communicates. And that's something else that will, I mean, God, he was, he was such a good podcaster. Yeah. You know, he was, I mean, his news views, reviews or tree frog expose cafe, whichever, which are the same thing. It just, he changed the title. You know, he was Reaper Rick. His shit was just so bizarre and out there, you know, that it was good. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, we will never hear him speak a word again. But that's something, again, where podcasting comes back into play. It's like a legacy, basically. Yeah. yeah. And, and even if it's not like a super huge, you know, you're like a multi-known celebrity, it's a legacy you can leave to people to actually – it's always there. It's a memory that's never going to go away. Right. Yeah. Because for us or anybody that listens, we will never forget what he sounds like. Even yeah. though, you know, I mean, he's alive. He's, but he just can't talk every day. He again. just can't talk, yeah. And um, that's kind of one of the big things that 
made me decide because I was I was hanging on a thread. I didn't know if I wanted to do podcasting anymore. But I, I realized that it's a lot more deeper than what I realized. Yeah. And that's, you know, obviously why, you know, I threw out the bucks and got new headphones and got the mat and the table and got I might hook up. I might get some uh some, some new some like stain. black sheets so we can oh. hang and we can start like uh periscoping, live periscoping. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hang the black sheets, you know, so it's all yeah, nice and yeah. clean. But um, yeah, so that's that's one of the things that I've realized, and we're gonna do it every week. We're gonna be um, what's the word I'm looking for? Proactive. Yes, and we will just we'll keep moving forward. Yeah. Um, what I'm thinking of is maybe what the best situation be is not like right now because it's so late in the morning, but like, um, our mom comes over in the afternoon or, you know, sometime during the day, whenever she's here in the afternoon, uh, she can watch Lily and the kids. We can come out here and podcast. Yeah. We can come out here and podcast and, you know, we can, and it won't be freezing ass cold out. No, it'll actually feel really good. I mean, especially it's gonna be cold no matter what because it's like the winter. Right. But we have this little heater, so we'll be good. Yeah. So, uh, that's what we're thinking about doing. You know, like I said, next next episode we'll we'll be back on the horse. We'll be, you know, with some funny stuff and and uh, some good stuff. We'll be stupid. There's, there's there's tons and tons and tons and tons of shit that we've shared on Facebook that we want to talk about that we've been saving. For podcasting. Right. That, yeah. and on top of that, guess what's going to come out next month? Motherfucker. Star Wars. I know the lady. <laughs> when I'm in grocery shopping, she's like, so, are you a Star Wars fan? Because I have my little shopping bags. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. She's like, yeah. I like Star Wars, too. She goes, the movie's coming out. Isn't it, like, next month? I said, yeah, December 17th. She's like, yeah, 17th. She goes... Well, I watched the preview, and I don't understand why Mark Hamill's not in it. Because I know he's in the movie. So did he, like, turn bad or something? I'm like, this woman just needs to shut up now. I'm, like, I'm getting <laughs> so irritated. I'm like, yeah, it's a pretty known fact that he goes to the dark side. He becomes a Sith. That's art. That's been known for right. a long yeah. time. She was really? It has? I'm like, yeah, they've talked about this for even way, like, years and years ago. But they knew he was going to become a Sith. He was going to go to the dark side like his father. She was just like. You know they say like like you're just a, a whore with glasses. Yeah. That's what that lady made me think of. She's a whore just, who found glasses, uh, like trying to be a, a geek or whatever. I know. Mm. I'm like, you must have a boyfriend or something that likes Star Wars, and you're trying to like get on the lingo or something for him. Right. Just, just stop. Just shut up. Yeah. She's and then she's oh, this is the worst part. She says, "Well, I don't understand all these characters. Like they're not going to go with their family or anything like that." I'm like, oh my god, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's about their freaking kids. Come on oh. now. My God! Anybody who fo- who reads like media on the internet uh-huh. knows that it has to do with them all. Right, Solo, you can go to the Skywalker Wikipedia page. Well, if you don't want to, if you don't want to do too much spoilers, like if you don't want to go yeah. and research, because I, you know, I did my research because you know me. I haven't yeah. researched anything. I, I because even, I, I even looked at their whole family tree. Like, oh really? Um, yeah, a long time ago. But uh, if you just look on the internet, it'll put things have popped up even way before this was even made. This movie about like what. 
some of the things that was hap- going to happen. Like right. before they even, even confirmed that the movie was going to come out, which we already knew it was going to, but they talked about like, cause I, he's had all this stuff written down for a long time. George Lucas. Right. He's had planned out. I'm sure that Disney's probably added stuff and you know how that mm-hmm. Hollywood ties everything, but right. she was just stupid. I just, I just had to throw that out there cause it bothered me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, shit. What was he going to say? Oh, um, Jaden's aunt from Lacey's side of the family, she actually bought him a, a, a shirt, a Stormtrooper shirt. And Jay and I are the same size. We we can wear our clothes, you know, interchange our clothes perfectly fine. Anyway, it's a storm uh, a Stormtrooper shirt. And I was like, son, I love you, but this is mine. <laughs> I took it from him. <laughs> Jaden doesn't like Star Wars. Nah. And, uh, I don't like Star Wars, I like Star Trek. Yeah. I'm like, you can like both. But I have it hanging in the closet because that's the shirt I'm going to wear to uh, Force Awakens. Hey, the only person that has a shirt yet is Aaron. I have my shirt, too. Oh, really? You don't have a shirt yet? I, I have, mean, he has I tons have, of Star Wars shirts, but he doesn't have, he doesn't <laughs> have, have a Force Awakens shirts, shirt. But you got to get a new shirt. I'm wearing my jacket right now, actually. Right on. She got me this. She's like, I figured, th- and it fits me perfectly. Nothing that... Th- they usually get me like sweaters and stuff, but uh-huh. nothing fits me perfect. It's either this, too small or too big. Yeah, this fits perfect. I was like, wow, I must have gained the right amount of weight. <laughs> um, oh yeah, that that makes me think. Also, Aaron saved my butt because I couldn't at the funeral or before the funeral. I was we I went and got you know some pants and I got a shirt and got new shoes. Um, I went to go get a new jacket from Burlington, but I wear like a size 52 in, in coats and in dress coats yeah. and they had nothing more than a 48. So I was like, you know, forget it. I'm running out of time. And initially I was going to just wear, you know, white shirt and tie, but, um, Aaron brought the coat and, at first, I, I thought it was going to be way too big for me, but it actually it fit, <laughs> fit perfectly. Perfect. I was it like, did. damn. It was his wedding coat. Yeah. Yeah. So Aaron saved my butt there. I know. I'm good like that. Let's see. I'm 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 trying to keep – because we're on an up note. You know, it's, it's yeah. not overly dark. We, nobody started crying yet. No. Nah. And we're actually coming to the end of our episode. I'm just – I'm trying to – Think about what I can say without crying because I don't want to end this on tears. No, absolutely. You know, everything is fine. Everything is fine. But that's not it. Trust in the force. (laughs) I'm kidding. But that's that's the problem. That's the problem. It's not fine. I know. And it will never be fine because, you know, I mean, not even thinking about me, you know, going without my wife, you know, I never thought I would be 38 years old and be a widower, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But the thing, you know, the kids aren't going to have Lacey. I mean, Jaden, Jaden has the best Mm -hmm. because Jaden remembers, you know, Jaden's 14 years old. Yeah. So he will know he'll remember it'll stay. Yeah. You know, but the thing that bugs me is like Zoe, who's only four, her memory is going to fade. Yes. It's, yeah. it's going to. It's just life. That's just, yeah. Yeah. you know. And of course, Lily, you know, 
which I'm trying not to think too much into it because I'll start bawling. But you know, she was not going to remember, and that's that's heartbreaking. That so that that's not fine. You know. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. We're we're going to be fine. But yeah. it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. No. Right? Yeah. The best thing is that you know. Even though they won't have their memories, they can have memories shared and right. laughs yeah. and everything. You know, it, it's it's just weird. They can always live back on our memories. And they can listen and to all the podcasts. The, all the, and yeah, all the scripted and, and all the audio files and all the, the videos, you know, all that stuff. So it's not like she's forgotten. Yeah, she'll never be forgotten. Never. No. She's gone, but she'll yeah. never be forgotten. And it's... I was going to say something, but now I don't remember. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, you know, one of the things that it just it, it boggles my mind, and you guys know this firsthand, because I have, like, shit set up. If I were to drop dead today, you know, shit would go into effect, and you guys could take over and run things. Yeah. You know, because I never in a million years – ever thought that I would outlive Lacey. Yeah, I never thought of that either. Honestly, no. I didn't. I honestly thought Lacey would outlive me. Yeah. So, <laughs> number one, that's, yeah, that's... I think it's because she was one of those people who was never, like, like you know how, like, you had things wrong with you, medical issues. She was, like, even though she was overweight, right? healthy as a horse, like, never yeah. had any medical problems, nothing. Nothing. Never you know, really been, I mean, she gets her cold every now and then, but... right. Never sick. It's just that woman ate bags of candy and like I'm a pre-diabetic. She ate bags of candy a day and and her fine. blood sugar was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. blood pressure perfect. Yeah. I'm like how? I don't know. This is one of those crazy things that you would never think. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's another thing <laughs> that really boggles my mind because I never, I never saw the future with me without her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I well, always, nobody does though. I foresaw her without me. Yeah. You know, and um, you know, I, I've been saying I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to do better. But I, I'm not going to lie here, kids. It's 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 tough. It's been just the opposite. <laughs> it really has. He's like, I just got worse. I did. I got. I have. I I I drink more monsters. I smoke more cigarettes, and I I can blame it on stress. Which it has to be because that's yeah. when it all started happening is after after everything er, happened you know, after she passed away. But um, we will we'll move on. You know, for the first time in my life, I don't know what the future holds. I don't have a, a solid plan. Yeah. You know, but we we can't just dwell in the past. Yeah. No. You know. So one thing I do know is that we will we will keep if you keep downloading we'll keep podcasting. Yeah, they don't keep downloading. We'll keep podcasting for ourselves because we never did yeah. it for the fans. We did it for ourselves. That's Absolutely. Fun. Yeah, because yeah. when we started, you know, it was like two hundred or something like that. And it was and terrible sounding. Yeah. So embarrassing. Was, huh. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's so true. All right, kids. Uh. This is it. This is uh, this is gonna be a wrap for us. Just um, one thing that I have to say is 
I know that, you know, Lacey can't hear me up in heaven, but I love her very much, and I'm going to miss her so much. We love you, and we miss you, Lacey. This one's for you. Yes. Yep. All right, kids, come back next week. And like I said, we will we'll go, and we'll just – we're going to throw it all out. You know, yeah. we're, we're going to be like that drunken friend, you know, the one that just keeps saying, do it, do it. We're, we're going to do that. The one that you sh- that you keep giving beers to even though they're so intoxicated that they shouldn't indulge You're just anymore. giving them beers just to entertain yourself? Yes. And who knows? Maybe Aaron will pop up with some Glockenspiel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids. Um, I know normally I end up with some catchy, you know, scene red thing, but um, not not this episode. Just out of respect for Lace. Uh, Come back next week, and we will do it and have fun. All right, kids. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rex C. Lochran. And I'm Aaron Illich. And we'll all see you next week. Bye-bye. Welcome to Scene Red.
you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. 